the world needs more women with tech skills. At the Dottie Rose Foundation, we encourage, support, and educate girls who have an interest in technology and want to learn how it can be used to enhance their learning and future careers. Our camps demonstrate that most future career paths will benefit from developing a wide range of increasingly important technology and software skills. We accomplish this through mastering computational thinking, boosting self-confidence, and creating new possibilities for each girl. Visit DottieRoseFoundation.org. Welcome to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. This is an education-based show focusing on tech careers and how to incorporate the important aspects of technology in your current work. Each show brings you closer to tech success. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Coding the Future. I am honored that you have joined us for another hour of learning and growing. Coding the Future is an education-based show to give information and action tips to working adults to guide them to a new level of tech savvy. Through leveraging their own skill set, we share the inside scoop on tech trends, explain how to leverage current technology in your career, and explore how your talents can be the key to your tech success. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. I'm an educator technologist entrepreneur, mom of two amazing boys, lover of all things coffee and wine, an avid list maker, and a lifelong learner. And I am honored, again, that you have joined us here on the Coding the Future platform today. Today is a day that I am not only get goosebumps, but I also am so honored to be in the presence of five young women who are participating currently right now with a program called Moonshot Junior. As I've mentioned before on this radio show, I have a nonprofit that I founded a few years ago called Dottie Rose Foundation. And the Dottie Rose Foundation serves to connect the dots between real world applications and computer science. Our focus over the past almost four years now, has been to work with middle school girls and give them the opportunity to find themselves in the tech world, find their voice, use their skill set to really develop what it could mean for them to leverage and use technology as they move through their not only their school or academic career, but beyond. What do they want to do when they grow up? We know that technology is going to be a pivotal part of anything we do in the coming years. We've seen that really explode over this past year of the pandemic. And during the pandemic, um, we have at the Dottie Rose Foundation launched our first Uh, year-long programs where the girls are interacting with individuals from the community and the business sphere to develop their tech skills. So today, we have the great privilege of speaking with the five young women that are participating in a partnership that the Dottie Rose Foundation and an amazing organization called Moonshot Junior have come together and the girls are learning all the ins and outs of how to be a tech entrepreneur, learn how to use technology, not only the software, but the hardware piece. And in the end, being able to develop a product in which they can sell on the great big beast of amazing Amazon. So without further ado, without me continue to ramble, let me say hello to these five young ladies. Can you all say hello? Hi. 
Hello. Okay, so I'm going to start. Um, so you know we're recording on Zoom right now. So I'm going to start in my Brady Bunch box in the upper left-hand corner, which is the first young lady that I see here is Dianara. So Dianara, can you introduce yourself? Tell us how old you are and um, maybe just a fun fact about yourself. So my name's Dianara. I'm 10 years old and I'm in fifth grade and I love animals. Ooh, what kind of animals? What's your favorite animal? I don't really have a favorite. I really like monkeys, dolphins, dogs, and fish, and then there's a lot of other ones. I love it. I think uh, uh, monkeys are so cool. They're so intriguing to me. All right, I'm going to come down my Brady Bunch box here to Miss Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm, I got my age. I am 12 years old. I am in sixth grade and a fact about myself, um, my math notebook it is filled with little doodles of flowers. So I guess that's. I love flowers. That's exactly what I doodle when I'm doodling. I doodle flowers. Actually, I, I'm just going to pick up a, a, a thing in front of me. I already have. Oh, that's a box. I either doodle a box or flowers. Anyway, this got boxes on it, but normally I have one with 900 flowers. That's awesome. Which, um, there's a lot of mathematical components about a flower too, you know, maybe that's serendipitous that you're doing that. All right. I'm going to go to the next one. Uh, Danasia, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Danasia. I am 13 and I am in eighth grade. And an interesting fact about me is my favorite subject is science. Love it. Love it. All right, Miss Addie. Hello, I'm Adlin Foster. I'm 12 years old. I'm in the sixth grade. And a fun fact about me is that I am obsessed with the Harry Potter series. <laughs> so do you, have you watched all the movies and yes, of course. read all the books? Do you have like, a, like all the gear too? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm a huge right. fan. Huge fan. All right. All right, Miss Liza. Hi, I'm Liza. I'm 12 years old and I'm in sixth grade. And a fun fact about me is that I'm a year-round swimmer. Yes, and you're a very good swimmer, young lady. Very good. I can't wait to see you swim this summer with hopefully we get to have swim team again, right? Hopefully we get to have that this summer with our... All right, girls. So I'd like to know a, a little bit, um, and whoever can take this question. So I mentioned that you all have been a part of the Moonshot program, which has been a, a series of different units over time where you've been learning different components around tech entrepreneurship and working with software and hardware. Would anybody like to take a stab about giving me a pretty good overview or maybe just tell me a little bit about where you are right now in the program? Thank you, Addie. Go for it, girl. Right now, we're in the prototype stage. So there are two different groups. Uh, there's me, Liza, and Rachel are making a transceiver module where it's like we have the, the first one is a transmitter and the second one is a receiver and we're sending messages through both. And then Dinara and Danasia are making a tilt sensor where it tells you like how much water you've been drinking all day. It monitors your water intake. I totally need that. Totally need that. Okay, so tell me about the prototype stage. What has been, like, what are you learning? I mean, give me, like, what is a prototype? How have they explained what a prototype is to you? 
All right, Dinara. Uh, what they have explained to me about the prototype is really, um, since I have a little bit of trouble finding the code by myself, they help me out a lot with that because they always give me little details and then I either give them it or they give me a little more detail. And also how Adeline already said, um, how I'm doing my project with Denasia about we are doing the tilt sensor. Um, so I still need to get my coding done in the computer that you just sent me. And that so far how it's. So what is the prototype? Is it an actual physical piece or are you drawing it or are you using actual like physical technology? Yes, Denisia. Um, right now we're using for our prototype, the breadboard and the Arduino. And the um, breadboard is kind of like um, similar to the water bottle, like when it tilts or when it's sitting down, it's at a steady pace. And right now, every time it goes from 20 seconds, it will make a beep to tell you that you either need to drink water or that you've drunk enough. Every 20 seconds? I feel like I'd be going to the bathroom a lot. So... <laughs> So is it just that that's just your practicing, right? Just to see like how it tilts and oh, and the tilting is to see how much water is in the water bottle. Is that right? I'm getting a thumbs up. Okay, perfect. All right. So then Eliza, tell me a little bit more about the prototype that you and Addie and Rachel are working on. So for ours, we have right now we're working with like the main Arduino as like the main piece. And then since we have a transmitter and a receiver and those are like hooked up to breadboards and have push buttons where the button acts as like when you press it, it will send the signal to the receiver. And right now we're working on the code that will send messages and things to the receiver. And we're also working on having multiple receivers and transmitters. So Rachel, what's the ultimate end game once you all are working on this prototype? What do you want this transmitter and receiver to do? Um, so like, for example, if it's a restaurant, the, the people, the customers, they can um, push a button on the transmitter and the receiver, which would be like in the kitchen or something, the, wait the waiters, they would see, oh, this table needs help. I'm going to go help them. I like that. It's kind of like on the airplane, like when you hit the little button that says that you need the flight attendant to come, like it rings yeah. the little button. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you were doing your research and doing the learning around product, product design, learning a little bit about the entrepreneurship piece, how did you guys settle on these particular prototypes? Was there something that sparred your interest that you thought, hmm, this would be really cool to do? Don't all talk at once. Oh, they're raising their hand. Oh, go ahead, Denisha. You can just talk. Um, we didn't really like settle on something. They like gave us prototypes and put us in certain groups that we did either one. But I feel like I be I feel like at the beginning, some of us were giving like ideas and they had taken that into consideration. And that's how they put us in groups and how they gave us the prototype. Yeah, they, they asked us, like, what we were interested in most, like, each person, like, are you interested in the Arduino or the Raspberry Pi? Like, what kind of circuit would you want to make? Like, so we had to, and so they sort of gave us prototypes based on what we were interested in and put us into groups based on, like, our similarities and interest. 
Do you think that was helpful? I'm getting nods. You all can't physically see them, but they're yeah. not invasive. <laughs> oh, there it is. Now she says yes. Okay. That's helpful. Well, and I would agree with that because when we're thinking about learning something, anything new for that fact, we want to have an interest in it. So, Addie, you love Harry Potter. You know, Danasia loves science. Liza loves swimming. You know, um, Rachel is interested in flowers, even though she may not realize she's just doodling the flowers. She must like flowers. And Dinara likes animals. When you start with something that you like, it makes it much easier to learn. Would you agree? They're yeah, it, it does make it a lot easier. So let me ask you this question. Within your groups, have you begun to figure out sort of who is in charge of what or beginning to figure out where your roles are going to be as you begin to develop this prototype? Well, I feel like we're all mainly on the same level at this point. Like during the sessions, it's we go like all like in my group and I'm pretty sure in Dianara and Danasia's group it's sort of like we're all taking the steps one by one at the same time and being able to, you know, like all be on the same page that way that, you know, once we do get somewhere, not one person's not like still back at the coding stage while the other person's already ready for this. So, and we're all making the same thing um, at our, where we are. And so, not there's not one person in charge of everything but we are always like on the same page and sort of know what's going on yeah it'd be a lot easier to like have one person have a like each person have a different job if it was in person but of course now since it's virtual it's kind of it's harder because you you can't really show the circuit that you're making but i mean you can show the code but it's hard to like show people the circuit so it's right now it's just like everyone is doing the same thing in their group. Well, I think that's okay. I think that's part of the learning process too. You each can support one another as you're building the circuit, figuring out what's going on. And like Dinara said, even like, you know, when she gets stuck with the code, she can ask for help. And I really love that you said that because sometimes we're not always apt to ask for help. You know, we think we've got to figure it out all on our own, but it's really important, especially when you're learning code, that if you get stuck to, to ask, because a lot of times, I, I, sometimes this happens to me when I'm writing code, you know, you, you sort of get blinded by the fact that you've been writing for so long that you don't even see the mistakes. Sometimes that happens to you. I don't know if you've ever written a paper and you've written it and you've read it so many times and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, did that make sense? I see some nodding of heads. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. So as you all have been working through the program and you have also, all of you have taken some type of course with me, with Dottie Rose and as you've been thinking about your technical skills, do you believe that you have changed? Let me think about how I say this better. Have you really feel like you've grown in your technical skill set and understanding over the past six months? Yes, Denasia. Um, yes, I feel like because before I started it, I wasn't really um, like looking for anything in like STEAM technology or anything like that. But after doing Moonshot, it gave me a better look on it, and it actually became more interesting than I thought. I can tell that. 
I can, I can see the difference in you from when you started into where you are right now. And I can see your confidence, young lady, which is amazing. And I love that you love science. And this is a great way to elevate that love of science and add the technical component to it. I see it. I see it today. I can just see it in your face. Thank you. All right, Addie. Yeah. I've definitely grown as a person and in my technology skills. Like I, I didn't know, I didn't really know like about any code. I had really only done like code.org projects at school or for, for school. So it was, it was, it's been really interesting to see how much like I've grown, like I'm able to make circuit boards now. I can, I can code things now. It's really amazing. Yes, Rachel. And then Liza. Um, I think, I definitely think my skills have kind of like become better because like before I did not know how to make a circuit other than like simple fourth grade circuits to see which things are conductors and insulators. But now I know what resistors are. I know what Arduinos are. I know where to put the wires on breadboard, different stuff like that. Go ahead, Liza. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just sitting here with my hands in my, on, on my face. I'm just amazed. I just, it's, my, my hairs are standing up on my arm. Okay, go ahead, Liza. Tell me, tell me more. Tell me more. Um, I definitely agree with Rachel, um, Adeline, and Danasia. And I feel like I've really grown through this experience with like, not just with my technical skills, with also just my mindset as well. Because um, when like with coding, you always make like so many mistakes. And I know I've made a lot of mistakes and I've sort of like, I feel like before at the beginning of this, it's kind of harder to like ask for help or like, you know, sort of own up to like the mistakes or like just know, acknowledge that you've actually made them instead of like putting it off. Whereas now I feel more confident in like being able to like acknowledge that I made a mistake and know how to fix it now and actually ask for the help of others instead of just trying to figure it out on myself. I love that statement, Liza. And the rest of your teammates are nodding their head as well, which really brings that point home. Yes, Ms. Dinar, I cannot wait. Tell me more. Tell me more. So I think I did learn more because at first I didn't know anything about coding or like nothing about it. And then meanwhile, I've been going and more. I know a lot more. The only thing I'm still practicing is the coding. And I agree with everyone here and especially with Liza. Like I used to not be able to ask for help because I was too shy. But now that I've grown more comfortable with the group, I know that I can trust them. Do you think that going through this together as a group, as a cohort of having other girls your age to ask questions to, ask questions to is a benefit? I Definitely. Think it is. Go ahead, Dinara, you can finish. Yeah. I think it is because like we're all the same age sort of and we're in between and we've all doing the same experience through it i i agree and i also feel like um this week we actually um one of our instructors had um some internet issues so we couldn't have the session but while all five of us were waiting in the zoom if this situation were to happen earlier on i don't think any of us would have said anything but we were all like talking to each other and actually talking about what was going on and actually having a conversation while we were waiting. And I feel that 
through this, not only have we like learned a, not, a lot more about coding, but also about like each other. And we've gotten to like sort of make better friendships. And I just really feel um, five months ago when we were doing this, no one would have said anything. And we would have just stayed there until like it was over. And no one would have been like, okay, are you checking your email? Are you making sure this is going on? Like that just wouldn't have ever happened. Um, also going back to Liza's statement where she feels like she um, knows how to ask for help now. I definitely, I definitely feel like if I did this on my own without any other girls, um, I would not ask for help. I would be like, oh, it's fine. I'll fix it later. Or maybe I can figure it out on my own. I, but I feel like with the other girls here, with Danasia, Adlin, Liza, and Dianara, I feel like I feel like it's more of a safe space. Like nobody's gonna judge you if you get something wrong. And yeah. And I think that's critical. That's so critical because when you're learning something new like coding, and and Dianara alluded to this too. You know, she's still she's still learning. Danasia said the same thing. I mean. Liza and Addie, all of you have said that, you know, and you're working together to get through those pieces. That's huge. I mean, I know because I can remember, I still am this way. If I'm learning something new, even in within a coding language, I know, you know, having someone else that I can talk to is just tremendous. And you don't feel like you're in a vortex or by yourself and going, holy moly, and then you give up, right? You can stop and ask the question. And the other thing that I think you all mentioned that was really uh, important to hear is that you you keep moving forward. So even if you have, if you feel like you're kind of stuck, you're like, okay, are you checking that? Are you doing this? You know, that support allows you to keep taking one step forward. And I see a difference in all of you because I've had the privilege of being able to know you all now for uh, for some time and your confidence is crazy how different you are right now than you were when we started five months ago. It's pretty incredible. Um, so I love all of that. I love, like, I, again, I know y'all are going to keep hearing me say this, but Goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps. Okay, so question for you. I'm going to switch it just a little bit from the program, and I'd like to ask you all a few questions because part of the reason why I wanted to have you all on the show is because of the tremendous growth and what you've experienced through this program and being able for us to come together as a, a nonprofit, the Dottie Rose Foundation, with the technical expertise from Moonshot and bringing those two pieces together to really show how the unity of having you all work together as a team is really powerful. But I'd love to know, is there a female that has inspired you, inspired you academically or in a profession that you're interested in? Can you think about somebody that, all right, Dinah, I saw your hand go up first. You start. So I actually wrote all the questions down, so I already have my answers down. So. I love you for that. You're amazing. <laughs> yes. So the female who inspired me was my mom because she always tells me not to give up and to try my best because even though if we get it wrong, we can always have another try. I love that. All right, Addie. A uh, female who's inspired me is Elizabeth Blackwell. She was the first female doctor, and I, I want to be a doctor when I grow up, so it's, it's very inspiring, and I think she's, she's a good role model. Uh, absolutely. So I did not realize that. Do you, did, was there an area that she practiced in, or is she a general practitioner? A general practitioner, gotcha. but I specifically want to be a hematologist or a blood worker, a blood doctor. So. Why? 
because just uh, the blood science is very intriguing. I've researched it a lot, and mm-hmm. I, think I think it's just very interesting. Do you believe technology will help play a role in that as you grow in your education and learning more about medical technology, medical fields, all of that? Most definitely. I think technology is going to be very beneficial in the medical field, especially with like surgical procedures and things like that. I agree with you. Who would like to go? All right, Liza, I see your hand. Then we're going to go to Udinesia. Um, I chose, um, I also have mine written down, but I I see, I just, oh my gosh, can I just hug y'all? You're amazing. You're amazing humans. I said Millie Bobby Brown, because not only is she an amazing actor and is in a lot of things that I like, but she's also the youngest UNICEF ambassador. So she's just a really big role model for a lot of women all around the world and sort of just like probably one of my biggest idols. I, 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 I'm okay. That's amazing. All right. Denasia. Um, someone who has inspired me other than my mom is Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama came out with a book and the book was called, um, Becoming. And it was so inspirational because she showed her journey, like growing up, becoming a lawyer, then becoming first lady and all the trouble she had to face with being, um, the first black um, first lady. And I just feel like she's such an inspiration to the whole women community because she's so inspirational. I love it. And you're exactly right. That journey is incredible. Incredible. All right, Rachel, what you got? Um, My female role model, she was my fourth grade math and reading teacher. And um. She just, before I had her, I, I was like very work obsessed. I like, I was like, I had to get good grades. I had to do this. I had to do that. And she kind of like made learning fun for me and not much like I have to do it, but I want to do it. So, yeah. What was her name again, Rachel? Um, Miss Ferguson. Miss Ferguson. And where, that was your fourth grade? math teacher and where did you go to fourth grade what was the school um i went to stallings elementary so a shout out to stallings elementary miss ferguson that's amazing i love that is there each of you gave really amazing answers and i am so i love all of that because those are role models that you can look up to now because you yourself are becoming a role model you may not know that yet, but you are because of the work and the tenacity that you're doing right now at your young age, how far that's going to take you in the future. So let me ask you this. I've got a couple other questions, but I want to ask you this. You each just gave me someone who has inspired you, your mom, an educator, Obama, a a UNICEF ambassador, medical doctor. What is something that, what was a characteristic one characteristic that you can think of, you've told me a little bit of that person that really inspires you. Dino, I'm going to start with you. So one characteristic that I would probably say is that she's a, that my mom's a leader because she always helps us. She always tells us to go to our dreams, to follow our dreams. But the only thing is that we have to work hard to achieve them. 
So she's a leader. I like that very much. Okay, Addie. Uh, I think that Elizabeth Blackwell was a real trailblazer. She didn't, she did not let the gender stereotypes get in her way. She, she pursued her dream of becoming a doctor and she was the first woman to do so. So I think that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. All right, Liza, what do you think? One characteristic. Um, I would also say she's a leader and a role model and um, she just, She's very empowering and intelligent in how she speaks. I've seen a lot of interviews with her and just watched her. And I just, she's some, someone that you would want to look up to and want to be. All right, Denasia. Um, Michelle Obama, a characteristic about her is she's very courageous and very driven because even though she had to go through um, gender difficulties and racial difficulties, she still succeeded and was able to just block all the negativity out and still be a great first lady. I love that. Rachel? I would say Ms. Gregson, she was very hardworking. So, and like Liza said, she was very intelligent too. She knew how to modify things to um, kind of like appeal to us as kids. So, I love each of those characteristics because I want you to know that each of those characteristics that you just mentioned are all characteristics that each of you possess. Each of you are a leader, each of you are courageous, each of you are hardworking and driven. Each of you is a trailblazer in this field for recognizing that your education is important, that learning is important. Each of you have exhibited those same pieces. So I want you to know that, that those women that you look up to, you yourself have each of those characteristics as well. They're nodding their heads, but I just... That they need, I want you all to hear that over and over again, and not just from your parents, but from those of us that are on the outside watching each of you grow. It's a pretty amazing space to be in, to watch each of you. <clears throat> Thank you. So Thank you. you're welcome, my loves. You're welcome. Okay. Now, listen, I've got a couple more questions. We won't, I won't be too goopy. I like to be goopy for a while, but okay. So here's a question. What was one new technical skill that you've learned in the Moonshot program that you didn't know before? All right, Dianara, you're up. And then Liza. So a new technical skill that I learned is code because I never thought I would get an opportunity to actually learn code. Perfect. All right, Liza, what you got? Um, I did not know anything about Arduino and I had done a previous class with Dottie Rose and an Arduino was mentioned and a lot of people were like agreeing and like knew what it was and I was kind of like a little lost because I was like I have no clue what that is and then I started working with Moonshot and it it was kind of crazy how much you could do with it and how much mm -hmm. I learned about it so quickly and how user-friendly it is. And, like, I feel if you have the right people with you to, like, sort of teach you and help you learn, anyone of any age could really do it. And I just think that's really incredible. Agree. 
Agree. I totally agree with you. Arduino is one of one of the best innovations that's happened in terms of teaching how to use infrastructure and connecting that with software because it is very user-friendly. I think it's actually even a little more user-friendly than the Raspberry Pi, but that's just, you all can give me your evaluation on that another time. All right, Danasia, you had your hand up. You tell me what was one skill you've learned. Um, One skill I've learned also, I've learned how to create a buzzer. And this is recently, it's actually what we're doing now. I've learned how to create a buzzer connected to the Arduino. And also, I agree with Liza. I didn't know what an Arduino was. I was so confused when they were talking about it. But as like time has progressed, I've become more advanced with the Arduino. And it's come easy to me. Ooh, that just makes me so happy. I love it. Okay. All right, Miss Addie, what about you? And then Rachel. Uh, I really didn't know much about coding either. Same with Dianara. I had really only done like block code, like on mm-hmm. Scratch or on platforms. I hadn't done like a ton of like typing written code, but I've learned so much and they've, they don't just like give you the code. They have you figure it out for yourself. And I really, I really like that. Agree. And I think that that's one of the pieces that attracted me to wanting to partner with Moonshot as I love their setup. Because we, when I worked with you all, we've done a lot of block coding. Like we created apps in code.org. We've used Scratch programming, which is a great start. It's a great start for where you are. And then to elevate that to start doing the syntax programming is incredible, right? And the opportunity that, that they have provided is I, that's when we connected, I said, absolutely. And I know the exact girls that can be able to do this and kill it. And you guys have. All right, Rachel, what's one thing that um, you have learned? Um, I've learned how to use a push button on a breadboard and an Arduino. and kind of like use code to do different things with that push button and the Arduino. Okay. I didn't know how to do that like at all before. <laughs> so. You like do you, do you like seeing the connection between able to like to physically use something and see the technical reaction in the end, right? That's kind of yeah. cool, right? Yeah, I agree with that. That always it just sort of lights something up on you. All right, I'm going to ask one more question before we get ready to wrap it up. We could talk for hours and hours, but we've got just a, about ten minutes left. So, I love to ask you, what do you think it means to be a female in computer science? All right, Dianara, see your hand up. I think it means that anyone can be anything as long as they try because I used to know that only, I used to only know that men can code, but now that I've seen that women can also code, I can, I've learned that both genders can do anything if they try and if they give it the best and if they don't give up. Do you think that now that you have this knowledge that you can see yourself using coding and computer science concepts in, in whatever you choose to do as you develop your career? Yes, I do. I see you doing something very special with animals, and I think technology is going to be a big part of that. All right, Liza. Um, I feel that... Um even though I, I'm not as experienced as a lot of other women in um, computer science are, but that being able to acquire this title of actually being a female in computer science is empowering. And I feel like it gives me that like mindset of being able to not only like have that for myself, but also for others and being able to, you know, share 
my experiences with them. And I agree with Dianara. It shows that it kind of shows that you can really be anything you want to, um, no matter what. And that if you really set your mind to it, you can, you know, just do anything. Yes. Yes, young lady. And you have lots of experience. While you may just be the young age of 12, you have done so much in your little lifetime. That's amazing. All right, uh, Denasia. Um, the statement of females in, um, in computer science is so empowering because computer science technology has often been associated with males and how males have did this over the time. And to show that females are able to do it now, we're able to be on the same playing field as men, shows a great sign that we're progressing and we're not so gender biased. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right, Rachel. Um, so like the STEM, like STEM careers, it's very like white male dominated. So I feel like since it is so dominated by white males, that it's harder for females to get into that field. And that just makes me want to do it more and kind of like prove them wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it just takes a lot of more hard work. And when you get there, you have earned it. You deserve it. So. Yes, ma'am. All right, Miss Addie. I agree with all of you, and uh, like Liza said, the title of a, like you, I'm a female in computer science, it's just you've worked hard for this. You have put in the work, and now you, you're a female in computer science. Like Rachel said, it's dominated by white males, and we need to change that. It needs to be equal, and every every young woman like us who is in this field is creating a new generation of, of, of females in the coding in the coding field. Do you feel like you have a seat at the table now, a voice? Totally, 100%. Everyone's nodding their head. I absolutely do. And and Liza said, you know, I, I may not have as, as much experience, but I want you to understand that the experience that you're doing right now at this age is going to transform where you'll go in your high school career and beyond. And this confidence is something that is so, so valuable because what you each are saying is that now you have the opportunity to influence young women that are coming behind you, which leads me to the one last question. We didn't, I didn't necessarily ask you this, but is there a piece of advice that you would give to a young lady who may like to sign up for a moonshot or sign up for a program with me through Dottie Rose Foundation? What is a piece of advice you would give that young lady? Yes, uh, Denasia, I saw your hand first. Um, a piece of advice I would give to them is even though you feel challenged or it feels difficult, never give up because at the end result will be so, it will come with so much pleasure. It'll be so exciting. And also you'll get the label as being a great female in um, computer science. And that's the piece of advice I would give to a younger lady or anyone in general. I don't, I don't even have to say anything else. All right, Dianara. Yes, I saw your hand. 
So I agree with um, Danasia, but I would also do the same that she did, except I would tell her if she gives up, she wouldn't be able to accomplish what she wanted to do. And if you start with what you wanted to accomplish and you actually get continue and you're halfway and you feel like you can't do it anymore, you can just like close your eyes and just imagine you already done it. I'm just holding that moon. I, I that's very amazing. Close your eyes and imagine you've already accomplished it. Wow. I love that. Okay, Liza, I saw your hand up. Um, I, this is sort of also, um, not only coming off of what Dianara and Danasia said, but also what Rachel said earlier when we were talking about what it means to be a female in computer science, I would give them the advice of, um, when you think about how hard you're working and how hard it might be just to not give up because once you're there, the satisfaction of knowing not only are you there and you've done just as well, if not better as all of those white men who are, you know, just so biased that they, they feel that they're above you know that you've done so much more to get there because of that bias. Then you've definitely it, done like everything and it's been twice as hard for you so being there is such a bigger accomplishment than anything yes addy i'm I'm, yes yes liza yes go ahead addy i'm 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 just i'm i'm soaking all of this in i just want to be in your presence as much as as long as i can okay go ahead addy tell us tell us just like rachel and liza said you're probably going to have to work harder than your male counter, than your male coworkers. So if you, if you want to pursue a career in STEM and computer science, but to not let that drag you down, you have to keep pushing. You cannot give up. And also another thing I want to add is that um, to, to never be afraid to ask for help, even though it sometimes feels like people are going to judge you or you feel like, you just don't want to ask for help because you're embarrassed about about asking for help. You can always ask for help. And it's important because if you don't, you're not going to understand what's happening. Yes. All right, Rachel, wrap us up. Give us some good advice. Um, I would say just go for it. I mean, yeah, it's going to be hard, but that's kind of what it takes. Like you're not going to, do something easy and get this super high reward for it. And then when you do something hard and you get that super high reward, it would feel so much better than if you did not do it, than if you did it the easy way. I'm going to just hold just a moment here. I want to think about what each of you said. So incredibly insightful for your age. So inspiring. And those words will help the next person make, take the opportunity to learn something new. And I want to just recap really quickly a couple of the things that these young ladies have said is that they embarked on a program really blindly because um, I reached out to each of them and said, hey, I've got this opportunity and I think you should do it. And I am incredibly honored that they said yes. I just knew in my heart that this was an opportunity that 
we couldn't pass up. My work that I do in the Daddy Rose Foundation, you know, we do a lot of amazing uh integrations of real world experiences around all different kinds of areas of content and code and design and infrastructure. But this particular program, I felt like dug into the real nitty gritty of creating a product that really could change their lives and change their perception on how we are walking the walk in the world as women in technology. And I think that that has come to pass, and we're not even finished with the program yet. They still have a few more months, uh, two more months to go before they get to celebrate their products and do their big reveals. Ladies, I am honored that you chose to work with me and my organization at Dottie Rose Foundation. I'm honored that you said yes to work with Moonshot. Moonshot, I cannot thank you enough for your dedication, time, and creation for giving this partnership a whirl because it was an idea and they have, I, I think that we have proven that this is going to work, that we have a cohort of women that are creating change. If you would like to know more about what we do at Dottie Rose Foundation, you can go to dottierosefoundation.org. And if you'd like to know about more about Moonshot, you can go to moonshotjunior.com and learn about their programs that they have separate from what we do at Dottie Rose. And then also be on the lookout for more programs to come as a partnership as we dive into the fall and beyond. Young ladies, you are an inspiration. You are what makes up Women's History Month. You are creating history right now, and you're inspiring the next generation to just put their one step forward and give it a try. And I am so excited that you all um, have done that. And to all of you listening, again, if you have a young lady or female that's inspired you, I'd love to hear about her. And you can share that information on our, send it to our Voice America platform on the host page for Coding the Future. You can find us on all of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, etc. Send us a message and let us know about a female that has inspired you in tech, STEM, science, well, STEM is science, <laughs> science, technology, engineering, or math, or in computer science, I would love to hear from you. Or if you'd like to be on the show to share more about your work in the world of technology, please reach out to us. You can find us on the Coding the Future homepage on the Voice America Network. Again, more information about what we do with Dottie Rose, you can go to dottierosefoundation.org and Moonshot is moonshotjunior.com. Ladies, shall we say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And I cannot wait to see you on the next hour. Stay tuned next week. So we have more experts and insight on tech that's happening right here and right now. I'll see you next time. From face-to-face -face training to blended training techniques, the DOT Consulting delivers distinct advantage for organizations looking to grow. We help you invest in technology knowledge through training, experimental learning, and community connections. Employees create an overall collective sharpness, savviness, and greater productivity using technology as a tool, thus increasing the technological speed and quality of the expertise in your organization. The DOT Consulting, a new level of tech savvy, Visit the dot consulting dot co.
Thank you so much for listening to Coding the Future. Please join your host, Dr. Sharon Jones, for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk then. 